0: all right welcome to another episode of gin and truth i'm the captain of this ship robert motherfucking reed i've got a tumble full of hindrance mindful of thoughts let's go Right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Before we jump into the meat of today's rotted sandwich, and today's sandwich is rotten. I saw some shit this morning, and I just, like, yeah, conservatives go fuck yourselves. So, it's, it's that whole Save Women's Sports Act that got passed here in Texas. Now, if you aren't aware of what that is, it is now, you guys say hello to buddy. you okay, buddy's going to go walk it off. It's official now in the state of Texas. You have to compete in the sport that matches what was on your birth certificate. doesn't matter how many years you've been on HRD. None of that matters now. And it's been lauded as this huge, you know, victory for women's sports and the blase and the clavinoids. And few things are more important, you know, than the safety of women in Texas. Give me a break. Nothing's more important than the safe. You just don't want some man to beat up your daughter, some man jerking off in the, we have to protect women. Women's sports is the best thing. And it's one thing that it got passed here in the state of Texas. But what just really seals in the flavor is all the online conservative shock jocks, Ben Shapiro, everyone over at the daily wire, the Travis Clay, Clay Travis, what that fuckers in on this. Uh, The fucker from Sports Wars. I can't stand that, dude. And again, you're just like, oh, the importance of women's sports. We have to protect women's sports. But these are the exact same idiots that cannot stop trashing women's sports. Again, I, I don't keep up with the WNBA, mainly because I don't keep up with the NBA. I've never been a big basketball fan but I can't remember who won the championship just last year. And I don't know the validity of the claim. I don't know if maybe this was them setting up. I don't know if maybe this was like three hours after. But there's a picture that all the conservative shock jocks are passing around. And apparently it's the winner's parade, you know, like how they do with the Super Bowl. And, you know, let's say it's in New Orleans. And so Bourbon Street will be packed As, you know, the Saints roll by and everyone can say hello to Drew Brees and it it happens in all the sports. Well, it was the champions parade. Let's say it was in L.A. And wherever it was, it was empty. Now, again, maybe, maybe they didn't have a crowd. Maybe they took a picture before. Maybe this was several hours after. Well, gang, all the conservative shock jocks, they just jerked off to this. And uh, <laughs> women's sports is fucking terrible. Who the fuck watches bitches? <laughs> they did that when uh, Megan Rapino. Yeah, you know, the one who took uh, Colin Kaepernick's back and said, hey, you see black people? Don't shoot them. Don't, don't murder black people. Yeah, she did it, you know, doing the whole taking the knee thing. But my stance has not, nor will it ever change. Gang. No symbol can be more important than the people it represents. What, what Disrespecting the flag. What about the song, motherfucker? What about the black people that are dying? You don't think you heard a word I said. What, what about the song? R- really? You're more worried about the feelings of an inanimate object like a flag than you are about the black people being slaughtered. That's why Megan Rapino took a knee, gang. It is. And they just ripped the shit. Out of U.S. women's soccer and when Megan sailed, you know, that penalty kick in the last World Cup over the goal, they just ripped. I don't want to spend all day on this, but i the hatred obviously bothers me. But what really bothers me is the hypocrisy. Stop acting like you give a shit, conservatives. Stop acting like you care about women's athletics. You don't. You don't give a shit. You don't. You're you're just happy that we're hating on trans people. Because when it's time to actually get behind women's sports, you jerk off when they crash and burn. You do, you little bastard. I had to point that out, gang. That is hypocritical by fucking definition. Okay, let's jump into the meat of today's rotted sandwich. I have said before, my least favorite apologist is fuckface Frank Turin. I would not whip my dick out if I had a full bladder and that fucker was set ablaze. I would sit down and get a, a bag of popcorns. like, this, this ought to be fun. This ought to be fun. Matter of fact, I would pop my popcorn on the flames coming off of the body. Of fuckface Frank Turk He's my least favorite apologist. My least favorite style of apologetics someone's outside my house i am mean, look at this bullshit this motherfucker okay back keep it moving dude keep it moving back on topic my least favorite form of apologetics is presuppositional apologetics i honestly and truly cannot think oh that's right never mind i hired some workers <laughs> it's them. well i'm a fucking asshole Back on topic. I honestly and truly cannot think of a more dishonest way to have a conversation. I just can't. I can't stand presuppositional apologetics. And gang, how my brain registers, here's Buddy, how my brain registers presuppositional apologetics I'm about the hashtag unprofessional. If you're sitting in front of a professional athlete and around that professional athlete, Are 16, 64 ounce containers, and they are filled with tablets and pills, and they are clearly labeled anabolic steroids. Then you look and you see that around that athlete's waist, it's like a Batman style fucking utility belt. You know what's on it? Syringes. There's this strange clear liquid, and they're all clearly labeled. HGH, testosterone, Diana Ball, please go fuck yourself. And they're just sitting there and reaching into these vats of pills and tablets and just chugging the shit out of it. And then the fuck faces are sitting there and they take some fucking uh, syringes, throw it in the air, catch it in their arm, like, and then the fuck face is just sitting there squatting like 1,200 pounds, no wraps, no straps, no belt, but the fuck face is doing it on one leg. They're sitting right there in in front of you, and they're literally gaining 17 pounds of muscle every 59 fucking seconds. The fuck face is growing in front of your face. He's like, what, you like maul from the fucking Wildcats? Oh, you know what? When Bill Bixby said, don't make me angry, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, you clearly did not heed that warning. And the fuck face is sitting there just growing right there in front of you like, you're like, you're taking steroids. You know what the response is? I'm not taking steroids. That is how presuppositional apologetics registers in my brain. It it is the most violent, intellectually violent form of dishonest communication. Now, if you don't know, if you aren't aware, and this is your first time hearing it, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm going to turn on some air. I'm a little bit jealous. But now I'm going to fuck you up. Presuppositional apologetics, quite simply put, one, is sitting on some bullshit. But quite simply put, presuppositional apologetics presupposes that the practitioner is right and cannot be wrong. That's it. That's it. No matter what comes out of their mouth, it is spot the fuck on 100% correct. And it's not that you can win the debate. There's no debate to be had. You have literally lost the debate simply by opening up your mouth. Hold on, game. Give it, Papa. Yeah, little four legged Jason Voorhees. Stay your ass out there. Back on topic. Yeah, it's. Again, my first introduction was 12 years ago. And it was fuckface Eric Hovind versus Philip Gregory, an actual philosopher. And he straight up said, really long story short, that's a two and a half hour debate. I've listened to it like five times, no joke. And it, when it was Eric's turn, he straight up said, Philip has lost by simply showing up. I'm right. He's wrong. Period. End of story. I just proved that there is a God. And I, still, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, are you, what? <laughs> he was serious. You want to know why? Because that's how they all operate. Okay, I am right by simply talking. You are wrong by simply talking. I cannot think of a more dishonest way to fucking communicate. Now, if there is well, here's a little bit more explanation to just hit my brain space. It's not a conversation. It's a flow chart. One answer must follow the, one, the other one. Otherwise, they can't go forward. And, of course, that answer is always God done it. But this is where they get us, gang. This, this is where they are uniquely talented. And I think it works 90-some-odd percent of the time. A prereq for pre sup they're patient. They are patient, gang. Okay? They are so patient. Look at Buddy's monkey ass. They are patient enough that they will slow play you to the sidelines. They will. Dude, are you just being crazy? He brought. You want water? I think he wants water. Let's try and get this out and then I'm going to get him some water. They have the patience to wait. And they, patience in that, they will repeat the same question. Over and 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 over They want you to break. More times than not, you'll break. Example, they will make the claim that 2 plus 2 equals 6. And you'll be like, no, no, the answer is actually 4. 2 plus 2 is 6. It's 4. 2 plus 2 is 6. Huh. I think we're in the same conversation, my dude. The answer is 4. 2 plus 2 is 6. And they will continue on. And they will continue on until you finally start to do a little crack, right? And it was like, well, I mean, can you explain? It, two plus two is six. And they will keep going until so finally you may not 100% agree, but you won't say four. And now they'll hang their hat on your kind of non agreement of an answer. And the moment you try to pull it back, I know this because this is what they all do. If you think I'm bullshitting, go look it up. Go listen to any pre-sub do an actual debate. Not only will you hear it there, go listen to what Chris tried to do to me. I want to say, to my credit, I didn't break when he said it. When they finally get you to kind of break or to break and you try to pull it back, you know what they all say? They all say the exact same thing. Everyone heard what you just said. That's gaslighting, gang. That's gas. I was like, well, holy shit. Maybe two plus two is six. Maybe I did agree. Maybe I'm all kinds of fucked up. It's a flow chart. It is an absolute fucking flow chart. And they are patient. And they are diabolically patient. And they've got no problem slow playing this. The other thing that makes a pre-supp a pre pre-sup, they also have no problem putting words in your mouth. Uh, I, uh, that What was that young dude that talked to that? I called her Melissa. Again, he would ask questions, but he wouldn't listen to the answers. He just waited for her to stop talking, so he can kind of shove the answer in her mouth, right? So, so what you're saying is, and he'll form it in just enough way to where it's just close enough that it's not what she said. That's presup. That's what i This is the model of dishonesty. But I think he just wanted some lap time. Let me put back on the headphones. Okay. Nope. He, he wants the water. <laughs> let's get this single and to get his little ass some water. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. Presup. Okay. Let's just jump into this fucked up ass video. So I don't make this a nine hour long show. When I think of the two titans, the dynamic duo of intellectual butt fuckery when it comes to this practice Jeff Durbin and Side 10 fucking Bruggen K. Now, I will admit, 12 years ago when I first went down this road, I loved listening to Psy, but not for that reason. I like puzzles. I'm like my dad. Now, I suck at them. My dad's fucking brilliant at them, but I like puzzles. I do. I absolutely fucking love them. And so I, there's no way that shit was going to convince me that a God exists. But again, it's the little things, right? Could you be wrong about everything you claim? To know, And you're like, and it takes a while. You're like, ah, that's the key word. It's a puzzle. It's a flow chart. And I wanted to crack the puzzle. I wanted to be able to complete this intellectual Rubik's Cube. And I'm being nice when I say the word intellectual. But he's the one that just really put this bullshit on the map, at least for our generation. Because I think they got it from some fuck face called Greg Bonson. Okay. So let's go ahead and hit it with the Autobots transform and roll out. What do you guys see? This fuckface. Fucking Jeff Durbin. Now, gang, before we roll this fucked up ass tape, again, this fucker has right under half a million followers. Which means Durbin is, we already looked up his net worth. And, of course, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. It was in the millions. It was in the millions. And if he's got half a million followers on YouTube, that means He'll do a show like this, which is nothing more than him lying and threatening your fucking safety. Because he's got no problem telling you, you're going to get fucked up by my God. Then he turns around and says, hey, YouTube, cut me my check, bitch. That's Jeff Durbin. Now, he's interviewing fuck-face Tim, Bruggen, Kate. I took the liberty to fast-forward it past 120 seconds worth of him jerking Cy off. And now they're getting into... His fucked up ass video called how to answer the fool. Because yes, we atheists are the fools because we're the ones that don't go around asking, how do you know that? Can you be sure about that? We're not the ones going around asserting other people's positions and being rude and disrespectful. So let's go ahead and hit this with the blow up. You wait, these motherfuckers. gang, are you guys ready to bleed? Are you ready for pain? Because this one's going to suck. Are you guys ready? Let's roll the tape
1: discover how do I actually engage with people today with the gospel? And so you have created a film and it's called how to answer the Fool," available now on YouTube completely for free. And the basis of that film is to try to expose people to um, a biblical apologetic and apologetic. You know more- what?
0: Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. I'm thinking about some recent interactions with Christians, you know, and how they're mad that I've called them fuck face But then, how to answer the fool. And I'm the insulting one? I'm not the one going around telling people that you're going to get hurt. And I'm going to take pleasure in watching you suffer. You can go fuck yourself. You, You do not have the high moral ground. You know who does? We do. Secular humanists. Humanists. Atheists. Go fuck yourself. Roll the tape
1: of course, is the, the art and the science of of the defense of the faith. And so you try to expose people to what the Bible would say about how you actually defend the Christian faith. Can you introduce people to that? How to answer the full? What's it about, the Christian apologetic? Yeah, fuck face. Well,
2: sure. Most of my life, I mean, I had a passion for defending my faith, but most of my life I was doing it wrong. I was using all the traditional arguments, and I was getting shut down. I was, you know, speaking till I was blue in the face and not getting any reaction at all. And it wasn't until uh, I saw the... Um, Ben, the uh, the um, uh, in the debate with um, Greg Bonson against um, what's his name Gordon, Gordon Stein. Stein.
0: Yeah, yeah, the great debate, and I think you know you've seen that as well. That started a lot of people. Pause the tape. He's being nice right now because I've heard him tell the exact same story. Except I've heard him say, and I remember Peter posted it. He he said he was tired of losing debates when he was an evidentialist. Because, again, God forbid, literally God forbid you provide evidence for your fucking claims. And he said he got tired of losing debates. So that's when he stumbled upon this bullshit to where you don't debate, where you just walk in and you again. there. I don't know why they hold seminars. Well, because they're used car salesmen. All you have to say is I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. How How do you know that? 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 How do you know? How do you know that? Oh, you already agree with me. 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 You believe in a God. 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 You, There are Christians. If you want to be a pre-sub, just hit me up on my Venmo. Four easy payments of $49.95. I just taught you in less than two minutes everything you need to know about being a pre-sub. But he's being kind right now with the description on how we went down this road. Because I've heard him tell the exact same story, except he actually said he got tired of getting waxed in debates that's when he went searching for presuppositional apologetics roll the tape on the
2: road to this uh, biblical apologetic and you know i saw that really we should all be able to defend our faith and if we do it wrong you have to be brilliant but thankfully by the by the grace of god i was introduced to this apologetic and uh, Greg Bonson, he uh, did this in the university setting, he did this in debate setting, but you don't really see a lot of this uh, on the street. So I think, you know, myself and yourself and people like my friend Dustin Seegers are actually really the first group of people to take this on the street. And um, I, I met up with Marcus, you know, who's a good friend of yours, associate with the studio there. And of course, David Shannon, who worked tirelessly on this film, And they were introduced to this apologetic, very excited about it. And um, from that birth, the idea to make a film with this apologetic, and it was actually supposed to be initially just uh, an instructional type of video, uh, explaining the apologetic. But then they actually flew them up to um, Philadelphia, New Jersey, where we were doing a conference. And they actually recorded some of my interactions out on the street. And they said, well, this is going to be the movie. And you can see in the film that the majority of it is the uh, street interactions. And also we were really
0: blessed by having a debate down in Pensacola. But again, pause the tape. Again, why would you brag about that? Right? Again, if I told you guys I got into 17 fights on the mat yesterday and I just waxed the shit out of everyone out of those 17 fights, I'm 24 and 0. Like, well, God damn, Uncle Bobby, you're that bad where you're fighting other, you know, masters and sea gungs? Holy shit. No, no, every single last one of them was a white belt. No, I that, that was there first day. I totally kicked their ass. That, to me, is what that's like. You took this bullshit out on the street. Again, you went looking for people to spring your trap on. No one woke up this morning wondering, do I have to answer the question, how do I know that 500 fucking times today? Why would you brag about that? But this is, I'm not going to have a stroke. I still have a lot of show left. Just roll the fucking tape.
2: Florida, which made a big, uh, portion of the debate of the uh, film as well.
1: All right. We're going to go ahead and show a clip of that film right
3: now. Oh, the great. Yeah. The other day I felt my heart beating in my chest and I thought to myself, I have a pump in my chest about the size of my fist made of meat. Yeah. 700,000 gallons of blood per year. Okay. And runs for 90 years. Yeah. Donuts. Okay. And I got to prove that God exists what
0: for god what look around i don't have- Paul it what what how the how the fuck did you tie that to a god fuck faces if you want to know how the heart works why we have one i'm sure it's like the fucking eyeball you know it started out like like a vision slit and then over 5 trillion years and then the blase and the nucleoids and then you shut the fuck up Now we got fucking eyeballs. I'm sure the heart had the exact. I don't know. But if you want to know the answer, go ask an actual scientist. I don't know a cardiologist, but I'm sure even Bundy can probably tell you how we got from you know the primitive state to kind of where we are now. You have a pump made out of meat, it runs for 90 years. God, I hope not. I cannot be an insomniac for this long. It runs for 90 years on donuts, and I have to prove to you that there's a God? How did you tie those two things together? Oh, my God. I think he was about to say something real fucked up. Hold on. Roll the tape.
3: Here's my fist, made of meat. Yeah. 700,000 gallons of blood per year and runs for 90 years on donuts. And I got to prove that God exists? Evidence for God? Look around. Pause the
0: tape. Isn't there a condition where babies' hearts are formed outside of their body and their lifespan? It's like, oh, that sucker just died. I'm in perfect working fucking condition, or at least I look like I am. I should not have high blood pressure. I've got high blood pressure. I mean, long story short. To sit here and say, you know, it's like, look at Ken Ham of all the people talking about the wonders and the perfection of the human eye. Clearly, God made it. He wears glasses. Right? There's some fuck face on Twitter. fight his belt. Hashtag unprofessional. And he's always posting these incredibly just beautiful pictures of nature. And he's like, God's canvas. God, the glory of God. You know, nature speaks to God. Please notice how he never shows the aftermath of like Hurricane Katrina. Again, Christians, please. Uh, uh, let me guess. I, I know the answer. It would have been like that, but Adam and Eve failed their tests in the Garden of Eden. Now we have sin and we have destruction. We have hurricanes. Robert, I mean, that's why we have a savior. These motherfuckers just rolled the tape. I don't have to give you evidence
3: for God. You know that God exists.
0: Okay, pause the tape. We are getting dangerously close to pausing the tape ending the tape christians again i understand that there's an entertainment value as to why the, some of these debates you know take place but this is what i won't waste my time it, again it's like that girlfriend that won't stop cheating on me and no this time this time that this is the 27th time i'm taking her back She's going, to, she's going to fuck me and only me. Okay. Ah, oh, baby, you just had five guys who a train on you. What kind of fucked up shit is that? At what point do we realize that these aren't fruitful conversations? To sit there and say, I, you know that God exists. Do I? Are you sure? I'm absolutely certain. You want to know why God told me? And I, yeah, Like I said with Chris, dude, what's my middle name? Well, why do I need to know your middle name? You're sitting here talking to me like you've known me since I was a child. I'm actually older than you. And you're telling me that you know more about me than I know about myself. Well, Romans 120 says, this is what I'm talking about. Did you guys hear what this fuck face just said? You know that God exists. Then stop talking to me. Your job is done, apparently. Don't waste your fucking time. More importantly, don't waste mine. Roll the tape, these motherfuckers. It's the God we have to talk about when we defend our faith. I'm saying (sighs) that
3: this is the perfect time to open their life to give it a chance. I'd say give them a 60-day trial. Is that 60-day trial? 60-day trial. (laughs) Pause
0: the tape. 60-day trial. Let's try 39. Not 39 days. 39 years. And I've already heard all the sick excuses, so save it. I wasn't taught actual Christianity. You were never a real Christian. Shut the fuck up. The overwhelming majority of American atheists, you're former Christians. You want to know why? Christianity is the dominant religion up in this bitch. So when you sit here and you want to try and lecture us and do all this crap, fucking save it. That's not how it works. Just go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. Change your life. I dare you. Are you kidding me? Who in scripture tried Jesus?
3: Pontius Pilate, and he only tried him for a few hours. If Pontius Pilate didn't repent, he's in hell. Try the Lord of glory. We've got to get on our knees and submit to him.
0: Again, Paul said, and they're clapping for that get on your knees and submit to him what kind of fucked up ass shit is that what parent to what child tells their kid you need to get on your knees and beg me not to hurt you because that's the god proposition beg me not to hurt you again gang the best part about christianity is that it requires zero commitment Zero commitment. Roll the tape. They're clapping for this. So,
1: side, let's introduce people. When we talk about like uh, defending the Christian faith in a wrong way, hmm. um, how, how, what do we mean by that? In terms of like, there's, a, yeah, there's an yeah. What do you mean by a that? way that's not ultimately consistent philosophically uh, or biblically? What does that mean to defend the faith in the wrong way?
2: Yeah. Well, I have a talk. It's also available on YouTube. I believe it's on Marcus's channel. It's uh, apologetics is easy. Believe your Bible. And we're all to give, to, commanded to give a reasoned defense. Of our-
0: Pause the tape. Which part? Which part? The part that tells you to throw rocks at gay people until they can no longer convert oxygen to carbon dioxide. Which part? The part that says to sell your rape survivor to her fucking victim and they are to be married without the possibility of divorce because that's his punishment which part of the bible it, or should we take literally which part do we defend it's only the part that makes christians feel good about themselves just again show me your christian and i will show you their god religion is the worship of your own ego please notice how you and your god you agree on everything including the stuff that you don't agree on Religion is the worship of your own ego. Sai's God, Jeff's God, they uh, he's an ugly person. You want to know why? Because Sai and Jeff are ugly people. Gang, okay, roll the t- You know what? Just sit here and look at his fucking face. I'm going to get Buddy some water. Gang, okay, this this video is, shit, is sitting on some bullshit. You guys hear me say shit? I'm not even drunk. I'm not even halfway through my first cocktail. Look at Buddy. Just bumping into shit. Hold on, Giddy. No wonder gang. The the water bowl was actually empty. You wanna know why? I'm a horrible person. Now he doesn't dare you. Dude, just drink the fucking water. Okay, we're just gonna put the water over here. You wanna? Okay. Fuck it. Back on topic. Okay. Ah shit. Let's just look at size monkey ass for a second. Okay, that's too long. Roll the tape.
2: Faith. But the thing is we're doing it in a way that the world wants us to do it. We end up arguing for a probability. We're saying that all of this evidence points to a most likely being out there, but that's not the God that we worship in church. Really? In church we say nothing can separate us from the love of the father. We don't worship, we don't pray to a probability. But that's what the world is trying to get us to defend our belief in something that, you know, that might exist that we hope exists, but that's
0: the Yeah, fact. actually pause a tape. This is what happens you do all the talking and then the listening. I don't want you to defend your faith. I want you to keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear this shit. I don't. Yeah, I found this YouTube channel, but you'll never guess what. They still knock on my door. I don't ask you to get on my fucking private property. They still verbally assault us coming out of my grocery store. Go fuck yourselves. Right? They want us to defend the, the... Actually, no, we don't. We want you to shut the fuck up. There's your problem. You don't listen. Roll it. But that isn't that very Christian apologetic Roll the tape.
2: Not the God that we believe in in, in church. So what this is, it's, it's a biblical apologetic. And, you know, the more right. that I do this apologetic, the more that I realize it's not about. But again, Paul's the tape versus what?
0: It's a biblical apologetic versus what? Come on, gang, roll the
2: tape. The argumentation. It's about reaching lost sheep. So when I go out and confront people now, I, I start off preaching the gospel to them. Because that's what saves people. It's the gospel. But when you get the objections to the gospel, when you get your objections to scripture, then I believe that this is a biblical way to, uh, to defeat those objections. And you can see in the film that really, unless you start with God, there is no basis for any argument against what you're saying. And instead of getting bogged down in all these evidential type arguments, you know, this is, um, I think, more of a biblical approach. And, and the example that I use in the film, and I've used with you a number of times as well, is where do you hear evidence out in the world? You hear evidence in the court of law. Somebody comes up to you and says, I don't believe in God, and you give them evidence, you're doing it like a court of law. But in court, who do you give evidence to? You give evidence to the judge and to the jury. So if somebody comes up to you and says, I don't believe in God, and you give them evidence, you're saying that they're the judge and jury and that God's on trial. And this apologetic turns that on on its head and exposes the fact, like it says in Scripture, throughout Scripture, that everyone knows
0: the God that exists. You know what, Paul's the grow the fuck up. Uncle Bobby says, you know that God doesn't exist. You're just sitting on some bullshit. You've got no other marketable job skills. There, Christians, how does your shit sandwich taste now? Right? Or maybe I should start inviting Christians on this goddamn show. The arrogance is it. Hey, you already know I'm right. (laughs) Then why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Actually, you're, you're not talking to me. You're just talking at me. You need content for your fucked up ass channel. Again, if you're going to go into the conversation, you know, talking for both sides, what's the point in having us there? I just told you I don't believe you. And your only response is, you're actually lying. You you do believe me. Again, what what's the point of having a conversation or even acting like you're going to have a conversation with us? This just rolls a fucked up ass tape.
2: And they have sufficient knowledge of him for their condemnation. So this apologetic exposes
0: that. Yeah, pause the tip. We. I remember asking this to a Christian years ago. You ever notice how your God can't make a move without wrath, anger, envy, condemnation? You're not describing someone who's loving. You're describing Ike Turner. And this is you want to bend your knee and worship. You know what she said? Yeah, I do. Then I can't have this conversation with you. I can't have this conversation with you condemnation. You cannot put love and pain in the same sentence. You can't. The only way you can do it is if you are describing an abusive relationship. He hits me because he loves me. This is the Christian God proposition. This is sitting on some bullshit, gang. Roll the tape.
2: They know him and that they need to repent and put their trust in Jesus Christ.
1: Right. And I think that one thing that needs to be clear and understood by everybody, when we talk about the issue of evidence, what we actually are saying is that philosophically speaking, uh, you can't actually provide uh, a coherent argument for why evidence matters at all.
0: Apart- Pause the tape. Also a lie. Also a lie. Again, it, it's not that we can't. We do. But our answer does not sound like the word God, so you don't accept it. He's asked this question a million times before, and people have answered it one billion times. He won't he doesn't he won't accept the answer. I need you to answer this for the atheistic world view. That's not my world of view. You have to answer this according to the atheistic worldview. I just said it's not my world view. You have to answer for the atheistic worldview. And when you, we don't answer it, he's like, see, you told me they don't have a fucking answer. Or when we answer it, but it's, he's like, look, dude, sociology, there's just fucking reality. We didn't say the word God. So, you know, he now he gets to say they don't have a coherent, you know, foundation for evidence, What's wrong with stardust just bumping into other stardust? What's wrong with stardust raping other stardust if there is no God? This is how they prove their God exists. Gang, if the Christian God exists and it's how these two assholes, uh, any of them, describe, the fucker's not worthy of friendship, much less respect or worship, and demanding worship at pain of death again, or just at pain. It's a If you don't do what I tell you to do, you're going to suffer and you're going to suffer in ways that you can't imagine. If I said that to my girlfriend, I'm going to jail before nightfall. God does it. People reach in their wallets and they give them 10% of what it is they've earned that year. Okay. That makes sense. Roll the tape.
1: From the Christian worldview, there is no logic. There is no science. There are no ethical responsibilities of integrity and in argumentation.
0: Pause the tape. He's lying. This is just lying. There are foundations for it. And people have answered this question to Jeff Durbin. Again, he will not accept the answers because the answers don't sound like the word God. This fucker, again, YouTube is paying him money right now to lie. I got stripped because I called a coward a fucking coward. Here we go. Roll the tape.
1: Um, Or even not getting physically violent in an argument or debate uh, without the... Pause the tape.
0: Yeah, we're not making it do this. That's very Jeff Durbin of it. Did you catch that? There's no reason. If there is no God, that's what he says. Is it wrong for me to choke you out in this debate? The thing is, he always says it to people that obviously are not skilled in the martial arts. Or maybe they are. Who the fuck? I, maybe I'm judging books by their cover. If I sat across the table from Jeff Durbin and he said that to me, hey, Robert Reeves, there is no God. What's wrong? Why can't I choke you to win this debate? You know what I would say? Bring your best, cowboy. Let's go. Here's my neck. I'm not even going to defend it. Reach for it. Reach for my neck and choke me out. Do your best. You just may win. Jeff, you just may win. But the one thing I've always said about these fucked up ass arguments that Christianity tries to bring to the table, they never account for the five seconds after. And he loves to flex this because he's an actual black belt. If there is no God, why can't I just choke you? Try it. Try it. Bring everything you got, Jack you're right you just may win this fight but you also may not are you willing to take that chance your god existing or not who gives a shit let's rock and roll let's do this i can't stand this motherfucker roll the tape
1: the christian god you need the biblical worldview as a framework to launch any of those things and and i think that is in contrast i think in terms of what you're saying it's in contrast to many solid men of god who are capable, intellectual, strong-minded men uh, and women who have memorized uh, tons and tons of data that clearly does refute the skeptic, the atheist. We can refute people on the transmission of the text of the Bible. Has God preserved his word? Is there evidence for a global flood? But I think, Sy, what you're saying, you can maybe expatiate on on this, um, is that the evidence is not the problem. It's not a problem right. of whether the unbeliever has enough light or evidence or reason to believe in God. God actually says in Romans 1 that they're unapologetus, they're without a defense before God. What we're saying is it's not a problem of evidence, it's a problem of the heart, it's a problem of sinful rebellion, right?
2: One of the things that I'll say to an unbeliever a professed unbeliever is if I could give you sufficient evidence to believe in God, you know, the Bible says you already do. But, you know, I'll take your position for a while. If I could give you sufficient evidence to believe in God, would you worship him? And you'll see time and time again. We did that in the film as well. Time and time again.
0: Pause the tape. I actually had a Christian try this on me last night. Right. Again, it went from arguments. Not for God, just for some other bullshit. And it was like. Just so you know, none of this is working. I, you're not convincing me. Well, I'm you know, I'm just making an argument for a bit of bit. Reason. I don't care about that. If you think there's a God, then you fucking prove the fuck face. Then he was like, "Well, you know, what's your definition of proof?" And it's like, "Oh, here we go." So look, have God give me, deliver me, my least favorite food on my favorite day of the week. Just so you guys know, my least favorite style of food is Asian food. I've never developed a taste for it, mainly because I probably never had it. And the ones that I had was sitting on some bullshit. My favorite day of the week is actually Thursday. I've always loved Thursdays. Don't ask me why. My least favorite food is Asian food. My favorite day of the week is Thursday. I didn't tell that Christian that. I just said, make it happen. God shows up on Super Bowl Sunday because, again, he was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> same thing. Always, 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 always. When they ask, well, what would God have to do to prove themselves so like it's not my job? Yeah, it is your job. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Have him deliver me my least favorite food on my favorite day of the week. What? what so what, God's supposed to just deliver your food? He's supposed to bow down to you. You ask me what it would take. That's what, the, again, go fuck yourselves, Christians. You don't want to have a conversation. You don't want to have a conversation, right? So, again, it, it, that this is what he's fucking talking about. Let just watch this. Watch this.
2: And They said, no, they wouldn't worship him.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, if I gave you the evidence that God exists, would you worship him? I still say the same thing. No, he's a fucking asshole. I just belch. Hashtag, i I just sat. What was his name? It had a twin, hashtag unprofessional, John MacArthur from Desiring God. And he had to answer the question about all the Old Testament killings. And you know what he said? What I mean? Oh, it was like God killing women and children. Children. Well, I mean, he's God. So, I mean, if he wants to fuck them bitches all the way up, I mean, I mean, he's God. So, he's got the right to fuck those bitches all the way up. And those little rugrats, those little fucking crotch rockets, fuck them kids. God can fuck him all the way up. Your little daughter, your your, your fucking son, who gives a fuck? It's God. If God wants to fuck your kids all the way up. It's his prerogative. I mean, he's God. I mean, fuck them bitches. Fuck them kids. Who gives a shit? If God wants to murder you, he can murder you. He's not the only one who's ever said that. And so it's like, well, I mean, if I could prove to you that God exists, I mean, wouldn't you worship him? You mean the guy who murders at will? Well, Yeah, that guy. Uh, No. He sounds horrible. Yeah. You can just start and stop at demand Worship, but if we just have to take this a step further, he murders at will. And you think I should worship that? Much less respect it? Well, yeah, I mean he's God. Don't do, go fuck yourself. But just make sure you do it all the way up. Go fuck yourself. Come on, we're not finishing this. Roll the tape.
2: And there was one particular podcast that I was on and they said that very thing. They would not worship God even if we provided sufficient evidence for his existence. That's right. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is they would not let me back on their podcast unless I did what? Argued evidence with them. I say, you know, what a colossal waste of time to, to give them evidence when they say even
0: if they had sufficient evidence. Pause the tape. This is just, you're talking to a child. You're talking to a child. I, I, I would show you, but you won't believe me. So <clears throat> <clears throat> go fuck yourself. You're a gray-haired, middle-aged, fucking seven-year-old. Mad. Mad because people want you to prove your claim. Oh, anything but that. Again, fuckface from uh, Inspiring Philosophy. <laughs> Why can't you just give me empirical evidence that leads to a proof? Ugh. Do you need empirical evidence for your empirical evidence? Because if you do, that's a self-refuting claim. Empirical means empirical, empirical to empirical, empirical empirical. Ugh. <laughs> Come on, gang. Go fuck yourself. The the only time stone cold fucking proof is the illogical thing to ask, is when you're asking a Christian to prove that their God exists because if I don't believe you apparently I'm going to be tortured forever. And your response is, I'm not going to provide you evidence. So take that. So hmm, you wouldn't believe me anyway. So hmm, it's like talking to man babies. Come on, just roll the tape. Like we got to wrap this up. they wouldn't
2: worship God, but this is the question that I asked on the street. And I did it in the debate that we had on California as well. I say, um, what evidence would convince you of the God who says you
0: already have enough evidence? Pause the tape in the tape. I've heard this before. Go fuck yourself. What evidence would make you believe in the God that says that you already believe? Go fuck yourself. You Get this fuck face off my screen. You arrogant bastards. You wonder why I don't debate. You wonder why it is I'm an atheist. Who says that out loud? But I will borrow from my previous show. Right? Christians are like that kid who never got a stitch of discipline until their 28th birthday. And when now they're finally being told that there are rules that they have to follow just like everyone else, they pout. <laughs> I'm not going to show you evidence. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't believe it anyway. So mm, you already believe me. So, This is like talking to an adult four-year-old. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you two big motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's giving you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, Christian, conservative, hypocrites, shut the fuck up. You don't care about women's sports you don't you do er every opportunity you have to take a shit on women's athletics you do it you make podcasts over it. you jerk off over it the only reason why you celebrated greg abbott's draconian law because it shits on trans people that's the truth right there straight up bottom line please go fuck yourself you don't care about women's athletics. You don't. You definitely don't care about the sanctity of women's privacy because that's part of the of the argument. What about women's privacy? Are you fucking serious? You live in Texas. You don't give a fuck about women's privacy. You just stripped every woman in the state of Texas of her autonomy. You can go fuck yourself. The Save Texas Sport uh, Women's Act sports act is based on transphobia. Period. End of story. You don't care about women's sports. You hate trans people. The state of Texas has legalized, legalized transphobia. Gang okay, next one up, and lastly but not leastly, presuppositional apologetics. Shut the fuck up. Again, there is no more violently dishonest way to communicate than through presuppositional apologetics. Lie. Assert the other person's position for them, tell them that they already agree with you. Tell them when they say A, that actually you said B, and by the way, everyone heard you say that. This is lying stacked upon dishonesty, stacked upon go fuck yourself, and it's all covered with a big heaping pile of some bullshit. I stand by what it is I've always said. In order to become a Christian apologist. There's got to be something wrong with you because you cannot practice this in the real world. You would have no friends. You'd be single for an eternity and you would be violently unemployed. No one can or would hire you if this is how you talked in your real life. Presuppositional apologetics gang is sitting on some bullshit it is the single most dishonest way to communicate and the fucked up thing is they've got no problems telling you this is exactly how i'm gonna lie to you all right gang the big guy told you long enough he's signing the fuck off gin and truth. let's go I can't stand a precept.